There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, get $1,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Compass Latitude 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Go to Jeep.com to find your local dealer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration Event today. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Hi there, I am Adam Kibas. I am here in Turkey, in Ordu. It is July. I hope you all are doing fine. We are still in the pandemic and, and that you will take care of yourself. Today we will continue with uh, male culturalism, this cultural gender of of man um, the last uh, time we only uh, some sort of analyze the perspective of migrants i i do admit um, uh, the pers- this is only the perspective of of migrants of of black pill of blackness and how we should consider blackness this has this is like I said, a bit different, and we have to consider this in in a separate uh, episode because it is very important because of its its act, uh, it it's because of recent events as well as uh, of its different development, and it deserves uh, special scrutiny. And today we will uh, talk about male gender, male culturalism from a from a white uh, European um, perspective. I will occasionally use whiteness and being European synonymously. They are interchangeable because no matter what uh, those Americans, uh, what uh, white Americans think of themselves. They are descendants of white Europeans. These are descendants of white European culture, and uh, this is uh, I will, um, and it is European culture for a fact. And I will partially use them synonymously. However, we have to talk uh, before we go into detail. We have to talk about a little bit of history. Because, like my my understanding is that um, no belief whatsoever can be pure imagine, imagination. That is indeed every belief, every assumption is partially uh, founded in in reality, and this is not uh, different with whiteness because whiteness does not come from anywhere. It has is for its foundation in history, in, uh, in our daily lives, we have to be aware that half of a millennia, this was the his, his story of, of, of white dominance on the globe. And to this very day, uh, European or, or white European um, they are the ruling elite 
if you want they still rule the world so history if you want is uh, to part history of 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 whiteness uh, and europeans in tv pop culture and so on i mean of course one of the reasons why whiteness was is is so far spread is because of the invention of pictures is because of 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 imagery and and this imagery came into existence especially with the with paintings and later on with the book print other other cultures like islam for example did uh, uh, had uh, or have a different approach to pictures the, it is rather forbidden so so this is this goes back to platonism platon was an ardent advocate of or uh, an enemy of every pictures because he he thought it would some sort of corrupt someone's mind and it would deceive someone and and would uh, lead him to wrong paths especially this idea and that you know no matter what can never uh, decipher or, or or some sort of money first the idea in reality this has its origin in platonism however we have to be aware of one thing that europe and european powers conquered destroyed annexed have almost the entire world this is this uh, starts mm, with the with european uh, mm, conquest of the americas uh, as well as uh, in africa and then later later asia well before africa it was asia actually however and this led to the belief that uh, european being european means uh, being white as well as it is being used synonymously with being superior to other other uh, cultures other other traditions whatsoever it was proven on the battlefield the superior army has won this is something we find in the antiquity as well alec uh, alex Sandros or Alexander the Great Army, they were actually not real Greeks, rather Macedonians, however, but they won over the, this vastly uh, Persian army and thus they proved themselves and the world that they are superior and that their culture in effect are superior and like we said it before, many of these understandings of the east uh, comes from ancient greeks also how we how the ancient greek portrait persians and barbarians this is still uh, still uh, the case today this is still we pretty much the world whiteness as well as europeans pretty much use this these perspectives on others uh, like the ancient greeks did I mean, it is indeed worth worth asking why, how could this happen? Because you have to be aware of one thing that Europe was pretty much the 
backwaters of civilization. I mean, back in the days, the, 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 especially with the rise of Islam, the Islam were very prosperous society, but as well as China, you could say the Chinese as well as Indian economy, were, they were far more sophisticated than the European economies and up to the eve of the opium wars, uh, Europe had nothing to off offer for to the Chinese people but drugs. So, so that the Chinese economy was uh, uh, superior as well as would always uh, give, make surpluses compared to others. So uh, all this uh, uh, silver, Spanish silver from the New World would be imported to China and then uh, then exchanged for silk and other goods and this silk then the Spaniards would sell in Europe so so China was the dominating power however how could Europe mm, this is uh, uh, conquer a very sophisticated culture um, this is the same question in the antiquity because Greeks Greece was way more sophisticated than Rome uh, um, and the Romans pretty much took over Greek culture so the the Roman culture uh, you cannot think of Roman culture independently of Greek culture yet this Roman force this Roman power could conquer Greece this, this higher higher developed uh, civilization and this was partially true for Europeans but one f f thing of was of course that the world some sort of the, the industrial revolution was the, the the initiation you could say of European dominance in the world uh, and this its technological development because then technological development happened faster and it and it was more predictable it had some sort of a normal cyclist like a product cyclist you can't depend on it but however what is i think way more important is that europe was a very bloody continent wars would happen there very commonly so, so if you uh, know a bit of history then then you know that in Europe the most of the wars were fought in Europe Europe was constant in war and through these constant wars Europe came became very much sophisticated in in warfare in comparison to China China had some very uh, faces faces in its history where um, one of them was uh, the, these four kingdoms, and these these were phases where there were people would stage constant constant war against each other. But yet these stages or phases ended, and then you could see in in partially that China would turn to pacifism. They would even destroy weapons and uh, and so on. So whereas in Europe every technological development was used in the in the on the battlefield was used 
some sort of to get an overage of your enemy in on the battlefield in Europe's issues and problems they were solved on the battlefield. This may uh, help you to understand why why a, a culture which you could say was inferior to other cultures at that time, especially in Asia. How Asia? How could they in the end conquer uh, uh, world empires? This was the case with the Huns. Um, the Huns conquered a lot of empires, as well as the Mongols. The Mongols conquered China, despite the fact that they were not as much as as civilized as Chinese, and as well as other other uh, cultures. However, and from this, the, we talked about this, the male gender, especially of Europeans, derived uh, from a soldier ethos, some sort of being, uh, or the military was for a long time some sort of the role model how a European man should behave and conduct himself. This started in the antiquity, uh, you could say partially in Greece, later in the Roman Empire, the Romans, they were thrown through a very militaristic society. You could see in Greece this simplistic lifestyle we talked about, it's obedient, obedient, uh, unison and uh, and so on. And, and this was always in, in separation to others, to barbarians. And Europeans were very violent and this is despite the fact that uh, Europeans themselves never really considered themselves as violent as barbarians, nevertheless someone else and would have considered them as barbarians. For example, when the Spanish conquistadores came to came to to to, to the New World, they were partially revered as God's true, but never as well as very violent, uh, uh, greedy, because they all wanted to have gold and so on. Because the self-understanding of Europeans was actually being superior, being civilized. Again, you have to be aware of one thing. I mean, if you win on the battlefield, you may be a barbarian, whatever. Never. The last, this is a fact and this proves and uh, and especially if you win outnumbered uh, then this has in, indeed a very uh, effect on on to your psyche but as well as technological advancement and so on but of course one asks or should ask himself yeah, why did those Europeans some sort of use violence and and we all know about atrocities Europeans committed in in Africa in 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 the new world in in Asia um, uh, most of these acts even even uh, you have to call them genocides and so on but, but why were these so-called civilized People so violent, especially violent against others, or 
uh, especially then when in Europe uh, you could see enlightenment in Europe uh, after French Revolution as well as uh, before that uh, during the enlightenment everyone was considered a brother as as equals and so on but there was but this did not extend to other cultures and civilizations there is actually a, a lot of interesting literature about this this is called multiculturalism this and, and so on how how Europeans view themselves and how Europeans view others but to sum it up you could say Europeans did not consider other cultures as equals rather that they felt that they are superior to them uh, and because of their superiority they did not think that they would be ethically or morally obliged to uh, or um, would have to be uh, treat them as equals moral uh, moral and equal uh, ethical codes did not apply to them and it was of course violence was in a way necessary because Europeans had this self-understanding that they would spread enlightenment through the world so that they they would come with good intentions would bring peace and civilization to these new cultures and this of course was a disguise it was a disguise of exploitation these new cultures the people wanted to exploit them europe uh, needed uh, markets for their fast grown industrial uh, age or in the industrial areas uh, Europe needed resources and so on I mean one famous example I I mentioned was before Europe uh, colonized Africa there was always this notion that, and this was after slavery was banned there was always this notion that they would want to help africans to 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 achieve a higher civilization that that in africa a second europe would be created and so on so all this notion but this would always but but this had uh, only one uh, goal and this was to disguise their real tensions and this was really exploit those countries because the European industries they just needed a lot a lot of resources and this was mainly the cause. And this meant of course every opposition to this European presumed uh, uh, civilization to this attempt of, of civilizing other countries was was being con that as a as an uh, attempt to fraud progress and enlightenment and then uh, um, this would in further ex justify violence against other people even atrocities brutal murders and and so on and and again in these colonies and in this world's european military was actually the, the the leading force it was partially economic indeed uh, think about the East India company who who piece by piece conquered 
India, it was the East India Company who actually pretty much uh, was uh, laid the groundwork for for the conquest of India, but nevertheless, it was the technologically high advanced European military which which could win uh, over to, those armies armies uh, of of others and, and then of course this European militaristic lifestyle became first of all successful but as well as uh, some sort of a leading male role model and this meant that, that European uh, militarism or militaristic uh, gender if you want was done was then used simultaneously with being European, having European attitudes, having European virtues, and this was, for example, Europeans are in control, meaning that the foreigners, they are like children, this is very common, this is happening actually, very common that foreigners are being considered emotionally as weak, as, 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 as gullible and almost children, but Europeans, these grown-up men, they take charge of it, they are in, in control. Another thing was that Europeans are laborers. This was uh, rather to justify uh, uh, um, the conquest of, of these new areas. Think of us, us, Australia. One key argument of the uh, of the British for conquering Aus Australia and some sort of um, stating that the Aborigines they would not really own the land was because that the Aborigines that they would not be laborers that they do not work the field that they do not uh, 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 and therefore live a nomadic life and that the Brits uh, can conquer uh, this uh, piece of land and that it would not belong to 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 the native population because they they would not uh, make agriculture and so on so that they were lazy and in a way this would justify European conquest another thing was of course Europeans are intellectually advanced again if you this was partially fought on the battlefield in that sense that European armies were indeed not always but mostly outnumbered yet they were technologically advanced but yet still Europe still Europeans fought or had this self assurance that they were intellect intellectually more superior, they were more witty, uh, and so on. They had better weapons, and this then led to, to a belief, some sort of European invincibility. They could win every battle, I mean, understandably, if you have superior weapons, but as well as that they would have intellectual prowess, and in, in some instances, especially in, in the New World and in Africa, they would some sort of uh, uh, come to tribes 
uh, or, or civilizations which somehow uh, or, or lived outside this 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 this, this economic sphere of or outside this economic sphere and so on and then they would be considered as underdeveloped or they would still live in other different um, civil societies which for the Europeans, for many Europeans was considered inferior because it was not their society, it, it could not compare to their society and, and lastly that the Europeans some sort of would bring civilization to this new world. This was partially again the military, so the military, especially you could say after the French Revolution, after the French Revolution, then the military was some sort of seen and considered as the as the bastion for for liberal ideas, for for modern thoughts and so on. This is, by the way, true in some countries to this very day in Turkey, for example, to this very day, the military has been considered the bastion of liberalism and 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 equality or or, or left leftism in that sense and and European understanding of course nurtured it from this how they have been perceived perceived uh, uh, by others as well as how they are perceived themselves and then of course now in the this European power this invincibility uh, then uh, was taken over in the new age and then started to crumble it was challenged especially after the first and second world war where people said yeah why do civilized countries wage war against each other so this this european uh, superiority as well as whiteness was then or started to be or being challenged it became some sort of the cracks cracks appeared despite the fact of, of of the rise of the americas and especially with globalization this the, this narration of white superiority was challenged with the rise of other powers outside of the european sphere whereas america as well as canada are are to be considered some sort of an extension of this European imperial past. However, this male narration or this male uh, superiority uh, was challenged. This led to a disparity within this uh, white European self-understanding uh, parts of it thought that they were betrayed of something that they were being or that they are being deprived of, of their superiority and now with the rise of uh, of other groups this male gender then had to had to had to um, compete with others so whiteness is even 
uh, is uh, today it, it it is being challenged. There are a lot of narrations and 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 and, and literature written about it now with the second Black Lives uh, Matter movement and so on. It, it is still being questioned this uh, white and European superiority. But nevertheless, male culturalism as well as this 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 gender sees sees some sort of other cultures as inferior that they would need to catch up. European culture is being considered as the measurement as well as the measurement for success as well as the measurement for other cultures that they would be, or that other cultures would have to uh, catch up to these European cultures. Make no mis mistake about it. This is not only the far-right groups or whatever who think that not at all as well as leftist narrations uh, think that as, as well. I will talk about it shortly so that but especially in combination with feminism, they think that other cultures are indeed inferior and that the European culture, uh, for what it stands for, would be the measurement or is the, is some sort of where you can measure successful civilization, successful uh, development. And this male culturalism from one perspective, especially whiteness as we know it today, they try to preserve the past because after the, their challenge, the, you could say this glorification of the past is not uh, possible in that way anymore or that it is being challenged, chided on and so on. And now this, this uh, new whiteness or tries to preserve it and our non-whites are still being considered as inferior and this uh, uh, has some sort of um, you could say this this is especially true for for a feminist part in the in the male culturalism i mean in the we talked about it in the antiquity there were already some narrations about foreigners about persians and well and so on and they always portrayed especially the greek culture always portrayed the persian cultures as despotic as undemocratic and so on and this has persisted to this very day and this has especially had an effect on on female emancipation especially uh, that some feminist Groups, some male feminist groups think that the, that that the, that the foreign man or that the woman would would be kept dependent from the man in other cultures that other cultures did not did not go so far to emancipate and free the woman that they still have this this narrative that the, that the man would rule over the woman and this then somehow permeated or came to the conclusion that Euro 
European men, those white men, need to save, save this poor woman of the hands of the despot who who is exploiting the the woman for its own sake. So this is some sort of you could say that some 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 sexist and chauvinist uh, people as well as elements use feminism against other people against uh, migrants in in uh, in uh, in their narration and especially with the emancipation of the woman in the west some sort of male dominance over the woman was questioned the woman could do allah uh, does not need saving especially western women emancipation themselves from men, the women, especially the second wave of feminism, did without men. They were indeed very successful. However, so so this female emancipation in the West let some sort of a Sikh uh, men to know new areas where they still can maintain their manhood and their manhood was indeed what you can see in tv movies in comics in cultures literatures this is this this hero narrative the man is the savior of of the world this is what male gender nutrishes itself from and with this new cultures which are being considered as inferior to the european cultures the, these these uh, men then can still live their hero uh, fantasies they can still live or cling on this narration of of the old world that uh, that uh, the man who saves the poor maiden becomes uh, uh, acknowledged and recognized as a man you could see this uh, in in some Datings and so on. There are some men in the West who, if if asked why they wanna date uh, women from other countries, I mean this is not all. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. This is some men say this. Uh, some men you would assume that they have some other intentions. However, and they were asked yeah, why they were. Uh, uh, do not want European women uh, to date, or why they why they do not wanna date European women, and they mostly answer yeah that European women they would not know morale, they were different and so on, they, that they would not uh, appreciate family and so on. So this is where you see some sort of in Europe the emancipation patient is being very progressed the european woman i mean this is rather i would say exaggerated but it is some sort of a presumption that the european woman would not need a hero she is the heroine herself and however now man in order to outlive this hero fantasy that they are being taught up as well as as, as this soldier about the past because nevertheless the past europe's imperial and colonial past is 
present in Europe itself as well. So not in, not only on on other other countries. So it's not that that migrants and black blacks uh, in the U.S. are daily reminded of uh, of being foreign or alien. It is as well as Europeans themselves are daily reminded that uh, that they either have once ruled the world that the world was uh, some sort of was conquered by their ancestors this gives them some sort of a different approach to the world and however there is still this other cultures are being uh, considered where you some sort of have to save the woman you can save the day and some sort of relive the past of your ancestors this glorious past we will i will talk about male nostalgia in the next episode however what i want to talk about briefly is the situation in austria and germany because this is what i witnessed from third first hand side and there you you can see as well as this male culturalism gender because Middle Eastern man, this is always in in Austria as well as in Germany. This is mainly an issue between East and West, between Orient and Occident, between Christianity and Islam. Or this is very, you could say, this is some sort of the clash or the policy clash or cleavage, if you want, in the society. And there, Middle Eastern men are being considered as despotic, they are the sole reason why integration does not work. Middle Eastern men would prevent the liberation of women. Or well, a couple of years ago, even the LGBT community in Germany stated that Middle Eastern men, or some of them, I would not say all of them, but but uh, this LGBTQ uh, community stated that Middle Eastern man would be the sole reason or, or one of the reasons why they cannot live or, or outlive their sexuality, that Middle Eastern man would uh, be the cause why the society would become some sort of more conservative entities as well as with those uh, with Syrians coming to to uh, to to Austria as well as to Germany, then all these rape allegations and so on. So, Middle Eastern men would be aggressive. They would be despotic. They are rapists, and when so and and that the Middle Eastern woman, she's poor. She cannot defend herself, and she needs to be uh, saved from the hand of the tyrant. And if it happens the other way around, for example, with a Middle Eastern man in in uh, in in engages in a relationship with an Austrian or German woman, no one really assumes that this is love or anything rather that this is being considered as rape or that this is uh, assumably happening against this Austrian and German woman's will. And so on. So, so this is uh, still persistent, and this is again this narration between East and West, and this goes back thousands of years. It goes back into the 
antiquity and probably earlier. Yeah, and so to to sum it up, this meant that male culturalist gender uh, seeks new niches, new areas where they can assert their superiority, their whiteness, where they can relive their their past, their glorious past. Because you have to be aware that many adventure novels, many literature movies, everyone you see, there's always one proto one hero, mostly white, and who then saves the day, saves the world, is the hero, and gets the girl. This is how how this all works. If you if you wanna write a bestseller, you better uh, go along this path. I'm not saying that all bestsellers are that way, but it is the cultural heritage. This is what is understandable, and so white men then. Uh, some sort of are, are being considered as loving because they are all the opposite of this despotic man who who suppresses their women. So in contrast to that is the white man. He's loving. He's caring. He he's a feminist. This is important. He saves the woman from the hands hands of this despot of this. Tyrant, he's a hero, and he he lives a very simplistic life, militaristic. He 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 knows order. This is as well as very important. Every time Europeans go into war, especially this is true for Germans. The Germans always assume that uh, Germans would bring somewhere order, structure, so that that they would be therefore therefore indispensable. Without Germans, as well as Austrians, nothing worked. And I made this experience in the, in the university as well, because every every time when I would work with Germans or Austrians, then I would immediately be subordinated, so that there was some sort of tension. Tension, and and if I would then some sort of assert myself through my knowledge, then I would be considered as an Egoist and so so on so 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 it was always you have still this 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 driving force of this male culturalism or whiteness to be superior to wanting to be superior because this is part of the culture this is how they are being brought up this is how you understand yourself and this is again. It is still part of the modern society, and this is how 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 manliness is actually being uh, being being perpetrated, be and and still uh, is being considered as a role model. So 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 as a man, if you you of course value the past because the uh, these new new genders or the script for these new genders was not written yet. Uh, you don't have much alternative. And this is the reason why you still look in the past. You still try to emulate those past accomplishments. And this past accomplishment was, this is something you have to uh, admit, because this is founded in the reality. This was... Uh, about Europeans ruling the world, 
conquering. It was it was indeed hideous. It was questionable. Never the rest. This is what people never see. People do not see the atrocities. No, they they rather see the good, the, the positive. And this is then what we will talk about: male nostalgia. This was Adam Kiewas from Ordu. Thank you for listening and uh, and and take care of yourself. Bye. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.